You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Outdoor Edge in their complete lineup of knives and game processing kits. These guys right now are doing an absolutely huge giveaway where you could win an elk hunt and not just any elk hunt. We're talking about a seven or eight mile horseback ride into the backcountry. We're talking a one-on-one guided hunt. You're going to be sleeping in a wall tent and you're going to be doing that for five days with the founder and CEO of Outdoor Edge, David Block. Now, if you've never been on an elk hunt before, I'm telling you right now, go sign up for this because if you ever hear a elk bugle, whether it's at 400 yards or it's at 40 yards, it is a life-changing experience. So here's how you enter. Go to OutdoorEdge.com. There's going to be a big banner for it somewhere on their homepage. All you have to do is click on that. Go fill out some information. I think your name, your email address, maybe some other stuff. And that's all you have to do. That's how you are entered. They're going to be picking a winner oh, a ways from now. So you have plenty of time to enter. Go visit OutdoorEdge.com. Sign up today. Here we go. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas, and this is episode 18, talking some fly fishing, trout fishing with my dad and my uncle. I got Micah went, with me today. Yeah, I thought it went really well. We're actually sitting around a table in your house that you grew up in. The house I grew up in, yep. So it was a good time. Yeah, it was, uh, I knew I wanted to do a, a fly fishing episode, and there's all kinds of people I probably could have contacted. Yeah, I'm sure there was somebody that we could have worked up, but who My better yeah, than your father? Dude that raised and me. uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was a, a good talk. Um, they know a lot more than we do about fly fishing. Well, I mean, they and they do it in the aspect, like we do hunting our way, and we're entrenched in it, and they do that with fly fishing. So, no it, and it, I mean, you can tell just listening to them. Yeah, they spend their... Their extra time out fly fishing. Yeah. So, yep. and it shows. Yep. And they're both really good at it and they know what they're talking about. So it was a good talk. Uh, talked about their favorite places in Missouri, different types of flies they like to use. Yeah. Some of the other states that yeah. they've been to. And Shared some stories. Just a good, good fish talk. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people like listening to, to fish talk. So hope you all enjoy the episode. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. excited about this one today this should be a fun one yeah just me and you today but we're gonna talk some fly fishing that's right we're gonna do it with my father-in-law and i guess you're my uncle-in-law is that how that (laughs) works yeah i guess we'll introduce the guys first um so this will be a fun uh, episode for sure for multiple reasons but we got uh, two guys here that uh taught me how to do this but um the first guy i'm gonna introduce is the man the myth the legend my father 
Mike Thomas. Dad, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you doing? Good. Mike, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, sir. We'll, we'll get to. We'll have you introduce yourself in a second, but I'm going to introduce Uncle Chuck next. I uh, got my uncle Chuck with us also. Hello, up, uncle. And these guys are big time fly fishermen, and we've been wanting to do a fly fishing episode, and they would be the perfect people to talk about. So, yeah. or talk about it. Kind of just average Joes like us, but they instead of spending their weekends hunting or doing whatever, they're usually fly fishing. Yep. So, so uh, before we get into all the fun stuff, uh, I'll have you all introduce yourself first. So, Dad, why don't you tell the people your name, um, where you're from, and you know what we'll do here instead of asking them what their favorite thing about Missouri is. How did you get into fishing? Okay, well, first of all, my name is Mike Thomas. I've got three children, two sons and a daughter. Uh, Nathan is my oldest, Gary, uh, and then Amy, uh, which is married to my son-in-law, Micah, sent to my right. Biggest mistake you ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I live in Oak Grove, and uh, I, uh, Chuck asked me, uh, invited me to go fly fishing with him one time, and I said, Sure, hadn't ever even crossed my mind to go, and I went and uh, I loved it. How many yeah. How many years ago was that? I want to say fifteen. Quite a few. Yeah, yeah, it's probably at, been least. at least fifteen yeah. years. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> now, what's I know that you fished your whole, at least my whole life, mm-hmm. but you had never fly fished before or fished for trout. When did you first start fishing? When you were a kid, or whenever it was, what what yeah. was the first? Do you remember the first? How you got into fishing in general? Uh, approximately fifteen. There was a pond behind our house uh, that me and another kid would go fish whenever we could. And then you know life happened, and I didn't fish for a long time. Uh, you know, kids, girlfriend at the time, a wife later, um, and so kind of got out of it. Didn't really think about it. Uh, but then when Chuck invited me to go, it was like kind of re, kind re- of relit that flame yeah, a little sure, bit. We'll, we'll sure get did. into the gear, but he's got just as much of a problem with fly gear as I do with with hunting gear. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you all right, get, you get it honest, I guess. Yeah, I get it. I get gear. it honest. Uh, all right, Uncle Chuck, how did uh, introduce yourself? Tell people where you're from, and then uh, how did you get into fishing originally? Well, my name's Chuck, Uncle Chuck to Nathan, mm-hmm. but uh, live here in Missouri, lived here all my life, Kansas City, I was born, now living in Independence, but um, I've been fishing all my life. I can't remember the first time I went, but I know that my father used to take us to Swope Park in <laughs> yeah. the lagoon, so that's how yeah. long ago it was, <clears throat> but I've been, I've been fishing all my life, and I've loved it ever since I've started it, and I've never stopped but I got into fly fishing probably about 20 years ago, maybe 20-something from a guy that uh, I met when I had a restaurant downtown. And he heard me talking about it and asked me if I wanted to learn. I said, yeah. And he taught me, and we became real good friends. And it's been there ever since. I haven't that. stopped. Yeah. Do, you still hunt? Do you still fish with him? Any? No, or? he passed a few oh, years okay. ago, yeah. So, But I still think of him when I'm down there and just yeah. remembering how he used to cast. It was just a work of art. He has a uh, park bench down yeah, there. Yeah, there is a park bench with his name on it along with a few others. That's cool. Yeah, yeah uh, that's the biggest thing. You know, Dad taught me how to fly fish. He gave me a fly rod and stuff years ago. And I'm not one of those guys that cannot do it for very long and then just pick it right back up. 
because uh, I suck at it. You know, the, there's an art. No, you don't. There's a there's an art to fly fishing. Definitely, uh, to there, yes. be able to lay that fly right in the right spot. So, um, definitely different when when last, I think last time you took me, Dad, I said I'm just going to take an ultralight. <laughs> That'll be easier. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it I, is easier. That's, that's for sure. That's how I grew up. We always fished ultralights. I mean, I've done plenty of trout fishing and stuff. But it was always with an ultralight and a piece of corn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Caught plenty of trout that way, but yeah, yeah. You a know. can of Del Monte. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I remember back in the day we would go to uh, in Independence at one time. Chuck may remember this, but there was a pay lake called Mirrors Lake. Mirror Lake, there. yeah. It's still there. It's not a pay lake anymore, but that lake is still there. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we would go there, and and at the time, it wasn't fly fishing, but we'd use uh, jitterbugs, hula poppers, and they all float on top. Mm-hmm. So whenever a, a, a bass or whatever it was would rise up, you all, it was always a rush. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing with fly fishing if you're using dry flies because – you're always kind of anticipating, and sometimes the trout will come up, and they'll. You're, you're trying to match a hatch, but you're going, "What is it? What is it? We're we're getting close, but they're coming up, and they're just knocking it out of the way." But you're going, mm, you know, and then you'll throw it out there again, and they'll hit it. It's the craziest thing. So is that? I mean, is that what it is about fly fishing for you guys? That uh, there's all there's all kinds of fishing you could have taken up to, as your. Uh, we'll call it an addiction. Yeah, <laughs> it is an addiction. It's yes, a, it's a hobby. <laughs> uh, no, it's I mean, an addiction it's for a, me. We had an episode a couple of weeks ago uh, with a professional bass angler, mm-hmm. and of course he's a into bass fishing. I was there too. What? Yeah, you've been. I mean, Canada, all that stuff. Yeah. To, so, what about fly fishing has made you guys kind of stick pick, with it? Yeah, I guess. pick that as your fly fishing. You're out there. You're on your own you don't have a boat you don't have the motor you don't have none of that stuff to deal with you're just out there on the stream by yourself basically even fishing with him he's still 20 30 40 yards away and the quiet yeah it's it's, all quiet everything is just it's it just it's awesome the serenity of it if that's i mean if i can use that word yeah, uh, no, I, you're good. <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we get it. That's kind of like why when we're hunting and stuff like that. That's yeah. one of the yeah. reasons why we go, getting you know. away from everything and just doing our own thing. Yeah. and you know, being out there. I mean, I've that's been exactly to, right. uh, you know, we went to South Dakota, um, fly fished in a stream there, in in spearfish right in town. Uh, it was a uh, public water. Uh, there's places you can go that, that are private water, um, but, uh, fish there and on the public city stream, if you will, uh, went to, uh, Estes park, uh, did a private, uh, fishing, uh, trip there. And so that got, was, you mean that guided? Was a blast. So it was guided yeah. type thing? Yeah, it was thing? guided, okay. yeah. Uh, and went on private water, and that was a blast. Most of the time, uh, uh, the guide rigged me with, uh, I didn't take my own fly rods. He rigged uh, fly rods that he had, and most of it was uh, uh, midges and scuds that you sink, like, like that nymph stage uh, before you get up to the, a merger stage and then the adult stage where they're 
where you have the hats and you're trying to match the drives on top. But that was fun. And then uh, uh, when, when the kids were little and at home, we went to Breckenridge. And uh, I thought long and hard and had to think about where we were, but it was the South Platte River. You talking about when you and me and Gary went on that? Yeah, yeah. on that guided trip, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was that I've I've got some notes here, but um, I wrote I, I wrote it down. I, I think between you and Gary, you caught like six trout. To my one that was kind of kind of. Gary funny. actually caught all more trout than yeah. either of us, and yeah. he don't even like fishing that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, usually yeah. how it works. So out. it's kind of yeah. like beginner's luck, and then. Uh, um, Went to North Carolina, uh, the Smokies, and 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 fished some in the in the Nash in the Smoky Mountain National Park. They, those streams aren't four or five feet wide, so yeah, you're not using a, a very big uh, fly rod there. So, but it's it's I've never been I've never traveled to fish until the fly fishing uh, got into my blood. So. Yeah. Well, and that's it. If you're bass fishing, you got to bring your boat, your trailer, yeah. and all that. And if you're yeah. fly fishing, you grab your rod and reel. And if you, you fly, go over, off yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Walk, walk a trail somewhere. And they that's right. They yeah. Pack easily. You can put them on a, a plane yep. if you need to. Yep, you can. I've yeah, done it. It's yeah. You you've been to Canada, Canada multiple times. Not fly fishing in Canada, but in Minnesota and uh, California. Yeah, you just pack it and go. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how uh, people get into things. I mean. Mom and dad were pretty, you know, much uh, uh, an inspiration to at least get me to like the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, I never hunted when I was a kid, but what we did do a lot when I was young was we went camping. We were always outside. I mean, Gary and I and Amy, and we always playing outside different than today. But yeah, we I remember the first, I mean, we went camping in tents, and then you guys bought the Viking pop-up that didn't have air conditioning. Then you got the Dutchman. You know, now you got a 40-foot fifth wheel sitting outside but uh and right now it's you don't even know when you get to use it because yeah all this stuff yeah, so yeah, you don't have the boat on. now you have the 40 foot trailer that <laughs> yeah. you got to drag around with you yeah. and you i always remember going fishing when we were when we would camp as kids mm-hmm. and so that at least got me an enjoyment of the outdoors and got you started and it morphed into going after i think because i suck so bad at fishing that I'm like, screw this. I'm going to try. <laughs> you just don't like it as much as hunting. That's all. Did it help you when you met Becca and then with her siblings and stuff, and they were hunters, more hunters? And yeah. Oh, sure. That, yeah. That's what got you into it. Yeah. When you, I mean, you, you have a, a general enjoyment for the outdoors, mm-hmm. and then somebody's doing something that you try out, and you're like, this is cool. Yeah. It, it can turn into something more. It, you know, it's odd, though, because I enjoy fly fishing as well but how often you see me running down to bennett to go fly fishing yeah well that's what i say you, you don't know, like it as much not, as hunting yeah, just not as much it's, but if it's you a, went down there and caught a whole bunch of fish that would change your mind sure yeah that was kind of interesting because there's we like i said we've talked to bass fishermen we've talked to you all we've talked to a guy that loves fishing river red horses yeah which is a another river fish but it's you it's know like not, seasonal yeah, thing. They come and up. it's just, you know, it's interesting to hear why people like to, you know, those guys that love catfishing. Mm-hmm. I mean, big time. And, Spoonbill. Uh, 
Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, my stepdad and and would have been my step uncle, but uh, they loved to go down to the Osage River and and snag spoonbill. So it it yeah. just everything everybody has a different thing they like to do. Well, and I mean, even in the hunting, it's the same with hunting as it is fishing. They they actually really mirror each other quite a bit, mm-hmm. but some people prefer hunting turkeys some people prefer hunting deer some people pr- prefer hunting predators type stuff yeah I mean. or squirrels rabbits whatever yeah. it's a t- thousand things but and the different ways you go about it yeah you know some guys like dad and uncle chuck you guys are fly rod guys you mm-hmm. i have bass we'll talk stuff about that <laughs> that i have not touched in probably two years three years yeah but That's, i'm not going to get rid of it because i know i will go but right but it just you know, my yeah. heart's in the fly fishing. It's kind of right like now. some people prefer shoot um, going hunting with a rifle compared to a bow, or mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just yeah. the different ways you do things. So, what uh, you want to talk about some gear? Well, I was kind of thinking, let's go at it as if you were gonna take somebody out for the first time, how would you get them started? Like, what kind of equipment would you try to set them up with? Let's say money's not an object, like. What kind of, you know, what Rich kind of, man. yeah. So I'd take him to the <laughs> well, Orvis store. Well, well, I'm just saying, in a perfect yeah. world, be like, what kind of pole, well, what kind of reel, d- what type of flies You and don't stuff. want to start off with something expensive. So you would go yeah. to like a Bass Pro and get a combo kit or something mm-hmm. like that. They're good. They're not great, but they're good. Mm-hmm. And you can use something like that. It usually comes with flies, rod, reel, line, everything. It's for yeah, 100, combo, 120 it's bucks. got the line on it. And then, yeah. but I mean, if I was going to show you, you got right. no equipment, I would take you out with my equipment, and right. show you how to cast, yeah. and then we'd go somewhere and see if we can catch some fish. Well, and I don't know this answer, but if you were to, somebody had never been fly fishing before, mm-hmm. and you were, I, I know this because you two taught me how to fly, and it wasn't in the water. You were teaching me how to. Outside, yeah. You know, yeah. How to. So in the that, yard. You know, learning yeah. that way is what you think is the best way is if someone wants to learn how to actually. Well, of course, it's better if you're on a stream. But, yeah, I could show you how to cast right out here in your front yard. Yeah. And so. start getting the idea of yeah. it. And then you take it out and try to use and, it on the stream. That's right. The ten of two. And you try to. For me, I like. You talked about equipment. Uh, now, for me, uh, being at 15 years, uh, I have uh, three fly rods. I have. That's uh, it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the one you're the not only, telling everybody. That's his the only mom, one that he the room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I take that back. I do have four. So. Yeah, there uh, we go. So, but six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another mom, one sitting in my house. Yeah. Mom, no, yeah, the 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 uh, clear water. Uh, but mom, mom told me about five. Uh, we went when we went to South Dakota. Uh, she bought me a Thomas and Thomas fly rod was that and just because of the name no no yes <laughs> no 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 not so much she bought you the rod because yeah. of the name yeah. i mean it probably helped yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> she would have had no idea what kind to buy you yeah anyway it is a five weight uh fly rod and but the thomas and thomas aren't like the orvis like for instance the orvis Fly rods will specify if they're a mid flex or a tip flex or a full flex. Where the the full flex, <clears throat> that clear water that I started with and I bought from Chuck's brother or cousin or somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Chuck's no, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so and that was a full flex, and that thing's just like a cane pole. The entire yeah. pole flexes. Yes. So and I I didn't like that. Um, so I went from that to a T3, which Orvis doesn't make anymore, uh, and that was a mid flex. Uh, as it turned out, in in through the years, I've realized that I like the one that they call full flex, which is it's more of a it's more of a it's a stiffer rod, and I feel like you mean a tip flex, tip flex, yeah, yeah, and it it loads faster. I feel like so, so that when the line's back behind you, it doesn't take, and you're immediately coming forward with line. No. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming most of this stuff is probably just preference. Or is oh it, yes, it's or preference. is it kind of a situational thing too? No, it's well, like what do, you, what do you prefer, Uncle Chuck? I mean, it used similar. To I that. got all different kinds. I don't have a full flex, but I got mid range and tip flex. I like mm-hmm. them all. It just depends mm-hmm. on where you're at and it, what you're, you're in doing. a tight spot. You know, yeah, depend, yeah. yeah. Smaller well, in, rod. in the tight water, like uh, in the Smokies, uh, I have uh, the one I didn't mention. Uh, the fourth one is is uh, called a superfine. The one that Elaine doesn't know about. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a Orvis superfine. It's a three weight, and I believe it's a full flex, but it's for, I mean, streams that are you can step across, you know, um, and uh, so I've got uh, the Thomas Thomas. I've got uh, two. I've got a Helios, a Helios two, and then the uh, superfine, which is a uh, I have a four weight, uh, two four weights, and a five weight. I, I'm actually kind of surprised. I did not think I would hear Dad say that he owned a different fly rod, other than other Orvis. Than Orvis. They're yeah. all Orvis except for the, the Thomas, Thomas and Thomas. Thomas. I know. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Well, he didn't Just buy it because of the name. <laughs> I mean, are you an Orvis? Pretty much <laughs> well, all I your stuff. I was, but I've uh, I still got one Orvis uh, rod left. But I got a Hardy and I got a St. Croix. Um, I got a Scott. So I just whatever feels good. I mean, I our buddy uh, Matt Sutton that owns Rainbow Fly Shop. I go in there all the time. If he's got something I like, I'd, I'll trade oh, it, you yeah. know, and get a better one or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it's like the same that. thing with bows. Yeah, yeah. you got Matthews Bowtech. <laughs> yeah, you go Elite. wherever. Yeah. You just trade up, trade whatever you need to do. So well, what happened with the T3 that I had? Uh, the real seat was coming apart, and that's one thing I like about the Orvis because they have a 25 year warranty on them. Yeah, they pretty much and all got they that. Sta- they stand behind them, and the real seat uh, was coming apart, so I sent it back to them, and they don't make the T3 anymore, like I said, so. Um, they said tough shit. No, <laughs> no. I had to, no, I had they sent him a brand new one. I had, nice. to, I had to pay $60 yeah. for a $800 fly rod. Yeah. Nice. That's the way they do. So, yeah. you know, so. And those but are just rods. Then you got that's the real. Just the rods. You got the real. Yeah. And I'm sure there's just as many options. And, oh, yeah. oh yeah, they have a a Mirage fly rod, a fly reel that's uh, anywhere from three hundred to seven hundred dollars. See, for, just for a reel. That's half the reason why you don't see people. I mean, there's probably jump right into but it. But you, well, yeah. well, you've got a guy that like like me, or even Micah. We. You spend a lot of money on bow hunting, mm-hmm. and then you get. Let's say you get into fly fishing, you're going to be right back spending that same oh, type of definitely. money. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, you know, yes. In, in fly fishing. Now, yes, you can go to Walmart 
and buy the cheaper stuff and that's and why do i those say things. start off cheap and then yeah, trade up. and yeah, i totally agree with that you start out cheap then if you like it, and it inexpensive becomes, it becomes yeah. an addiction yeah. like we talked <laughs> earlier that's when you go out and go you put your money i want into the, it. Yeah, I want all the nice stuff yeah. yeah yeah so what about reels i mean is there certain reels that you think you i got orvis are, reels i got conic reel i got Laggy, those are the only two I really got, but it's not the reel. You don't really use the reel to bring the fish in. So it, the reel's yeah. not as important to me as the rod. So that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So the reel's just there, but they do have different grades. Then why are they so expensive? expensive? That's what I don't get. <laughs> <Just, laughs> like the you damn know what? thing spools upstream. Right. That's it. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. The, the, Orvis, the two Orvis I got, I got because be. of Lem, and he used to have a, a, he used to get a good deal from for Orvis stuff. So I bought those from him. Mm-hmm. And but I wouldn't pay that money for those things. They're like two hundred, three hundred dollars. So I got them a lot cheaper. But then I bought this conic reel from Matt, which was, you know, I don't even think it was a hundred dollars. Maybe a hundred and five something. Just a lot less expensive than those. And it's just as fun. I mean, because right. you don't use it. Right. I mean, that's what I would. But think. with the large arbor reel, you can get the line in a lot quicker. Yeah. So I mean, that's the difference. Okay. My Thomas and Thomas has a sage uh, reel on it. So. They're all they're all good, good reels. Like Chuck said, I have a large arbor reels on all my, because you, and it just gets line in faster. Okay. Yeah. If you get a big fish that takes all your line out, then you're using the reel. <laughs> then it's in. actually getting used at one time. Yeah. yeah. I got to get that drag set. <laughs> yeah. I got to get that fish caught first. <laughs> All right, so, so so what about flies? I know you can go into any oh, pro no, shop God. or something like that yeah. and buy a thousand million. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, and you can even come up with your own if you're tying your own. That's what I was going to get into. Is is there a benefit to fl- uh, doing your own flies, making your own flies, or is it just oh, something you save so much money? Is oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you, I mean, for people who can't see that at because, home, he because, had his sarcastic face on, <laughs> right? Well, like with bows, well, like we'll just put arrows. Buy all air, the equipment. Yeah, yeah, like arrows. You can go out and buy a set of arrows, and they're going to fly great. And, but and already fletched. Time, already fletched, already yep. done. But we do it mainly because we just enjoy doing it. And mm-hmm. we, you, you, you can try different things. Kind of, so is that kind of why y'all, people start doing their own Tying flies? Their own flies yeah. They just want to try something it's another. Well, Actually, and, for people, they got way too much time on their hand because I just can't find the time to get Well, and flies... It. So so you go out to a shop and you go, well, here's the fly I'm looking for. But like in my case, for instance, uh, when we go down to Bennett, I will use my four or my five weight, and I will use a sinking leader. And, and they have leaders that sink, sink at different rates. And uh, so I will use, I like using cracklebacks, which is a you can use it as a dry fly, but you can also use it as an emerger where you use the sinking leader. And so you sink the fly, and depending on the rate of the water, how the water's flowing, mm-hmm. will depend on how the fly is going to sink. In other words, if you let it drift, you throw it straight out from you, and then it drifts down to your right, and the water's flowing to the right as it flows down it's gonna rise up in the water so it's like an emerger that's getting ready to to as the line hatch and fly and fly away it's mimicking the hatch so you're so you're trying to mimic the hatch um but in my case 
that's why I kind of got into tying is because I would order some flies and 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 I would say okay here's what I kind of want and not that they weren't that way but then I went I can tie myself and get exactly what I want and so your initial cost kind of like the bows and all that stuff uh your initial cost buying a vice and and all the supplies <laughs> same thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's all the you, same you can spend four or five hundred dollars easy uh, but that's kind of not why that I got we into, did <laughs> yeah that's kind of, where's mom <laughs> that's kind of why i got into tying my own uh if, it's, it's, it's another reason. part of i got to think of a better word but it's another part of the addiction just it really else. is it's the it same really thing is. with us fletching our own yeah. arrows or buying bow presses and working on the bows right it's because ooh, well i can do these colors of fletchings and i can do it mm-hmm. this way and yeah. well, if I, mean, I ruin a fletch or a, a fletching i can replace it myself and i have to take it in somewhere you know it's those yeah. sorts of things it kind of puts you in the situation where you're learning how everything works and yeah. what works for you and you can tweak it but to to answer, how you want it but to answer some of your other questions micah uh the cracklebacks work good down at bennett uh spring here in missouri uh also like and chuck likes uh it's a renegade. It's dry fly, but you can also sink it I hear you as say a that merger. A it's a good fly. Uh, that, yeah. that was Lem's favorite. Yeah, and it, a renegade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he used a great big one because he couldn't see. If you're just starting <laughs> and you walk into a fly shop, and this was me that like the first time I ever. I remember the first fly shop I ever went into was actually the one down by Bennett. When you oh. took me my first time, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been to the Rainbow Fly Shop here, Red Redding Fly Shop. Yeah, I, Larry's. I have no idea. Yeah, but. And I walk in, and there's a case the size of a bedroom of different all these flies. flies. I'm like, yeah. what? In the- well, just think of how many different bugs they are, and most yeah, yeah, of them yeah. mimic yeah. a bug. So. so if you were just starting, you walk into a shop, say like a Renegade and a Crackleback would be a good couple to go with at, up mm-hmm. front. And, well, it depended yeah. on where you're at. At Bennett, yeah, yeah. that's about the go. Well, and the other thing that matters is the color, because you could use, say, let's say a Crackleback. You could use a black crackleback today, and tomorrow you'd want to use a uh, olive because they're not going to hit on the black one. They might hit on the olive. It just so it just it's funny how that works. So hmm. sometimes you got to keep changing until you find out what's working. Yeah, that's the part that pisses a guy like me off. It's not good enough at it. <laughs> These damn things won't bite. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember dad one time. And then he will go down there and he'll be using a black one and hitting them like crazy. I'll do that and not get anything. And I'll change to something and hit them like crazy and his will stop. So yeah, who knows? That's funny. First, yeah. Actually, one of my favorite pictures of all time was with when my, my daughter, who just turned 13, which kills me, but <laughs> when she was that's why one, you're practicing one and a half. Knee high to a grasshopper. I got a, we got, my wife actually got a picture of Kylie on the the bank of Bennett Springs and dad was in the middle of a fly and it's just a perfect picture on that trip. I was getting pissed off because I wasn't catching anything. And dad was 20 feet away from me. Just real. What's the in. problem? My dad used to be said, able to catch him with a bare hook. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? I remember you know dad saying, I was like, dad, I'm about to quit. And he goes, he turns and says, why don't you try out a marabou jig? <laughs> <laughs> The way he said it, yeah. yeah. I think I probably scared all the fish away, laughing my ass off. But, yeah, uh, it's I been a, people, people it's use been a running joke for yeah. fifteen years now. What are you I mean. using, Marabou? <laughs> Marabou jig. 
people use those a lot. You know, they use uh, a lot of people use strike indicators. Mm-hmm. I will or, never ever put a strike indicator. No, on. I see, and, it, and I, that looks that's basically like a bobber. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's a it bobber. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, and a lot of people similar. Yeah, a lot of people use those because they're they're trying to imitate the nymph stage, which is when the bugs are first hatching, not hatching at the top, but first starting to flow up, I guess. So they're so they're using scuds. And they're using midges, mm-hmm. but they're suspending them. So they're using a strike indicator, and they've got uh, split shots uh, down with the nymph or the scud. And so they're suspending. They've got the the strike indicator or or the hot, the bobber bobber yeah. up here. <laughs> and so I, I will say this: so fly fishing's much more. Um, High class because they don't call it a bobber; it's a strike. That's right. It's a tri- yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, so they're suspending the bait. So, in other words, so they throw it out there, and the bait fly, and the it's fly. it's just it's not bait. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The, the, the nymph, the nymph, uh, or the mayfly. Fly. There you go. <laughs> you don't want yes. anybody talking about you now, so I'm just trying to correct it. <laughs> yeah, that's fun though. But I'm like Chuck, so when I first got into it, Chuck invited me to go with him. So I went, and I kind of took on the same attitude as Chuck because I don't like using – now, I will use a sinking leader, Mm -hmm. which is a little different than what Chuck will do, but I still do not use the – Bobber, because you don't have indicator. to. You know how to feel. You can feel yeah. the fish hit it. Oh That's yeah, you the can. Big reason why they use the strike indicator. You can well. You can feel them nail it. I mean, they yeah. nail it. You two know how to fly fish because you two freaking fly fish all the time. Right. <laughs> I mean, I swear, I'll have. What was it? It was a. It had to have been during the winter, and it was colder than shit outside one day. And I called mom. I said, "What's dad up to?" Uh, him and Chuck left this morning to go down to Bennett Springs. <laughs> so you know, I think couple, I got a picture of that, actually. Uh, a, a couple days? No, just for today. They drove down to Bennett Springs to hunt or to fish in 20-degree weather. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I that's, get it. That's how I ate up you guys are. and I mean, that's how we are. We'll... Well, it's not 20 degree whatever because it, it would freeze. But still, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, though? There's nobody down there. Yeah. And that's, so we, that's why. Because we go down there and we go this is nice and we go down there on during the summer when it's when everybody and their brothers down there oh, go, man, oh my crazy. gosh that's my spot you need to leave i want to be there <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that that's an interesting question actually i was thinking about asking you guys is if you we'll just talk about missouri right now and then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go somewhere else but travel distance not mattering what's your favorite place to fish to fly fish in in missouri in missouri yeah well I, I love fishing down Tanicomo, but they run water so much, so it's impossible. And I agree with Chuck on that. But uh, it'd have to be Bennett. I've been to Roaring River. I liked it, too. But it's more commercialized than even Bennett is. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say at this point, Bennett. And yeah. I have to agree with that. Uh, Bennett, Tanicomo, uh, they're both hatchery waters. They're, mm-hmm. So they're a little different than like going to Colorado. Yeah, it's like a pay uh, lake. It's like a pay lake. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, but still, the trout are pretty finicky. Uh, I definitely, for Missouri, uh, like Bennett the best. 
Tanikomo would runs a, a close second. The problem with Tanikomo is, like Chuck said, they're if you go down there and they're running, you got units running. If you don't have a boat, you're not fishing. Right. Uh, of course, uh, I loved it when I went. Uh, this was just summer, not this last summer, but summer before. Uh, my wife and I went to uh, Estes Park, and like I said, I got the guide. And I went on private water, which was really awesome because um, it, it just was. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't get any pictures from that. But uh, you were busy fishing. I, well, the, gu- <laughs> the, the guide was taking the pictures, but oh. but uh, I caught a couple really nice rainbows. Uh, but unfortunately, I didn't get pictures. So would that be so. your favorite place not here? Is in Colorado? Well, no, for Missouri. Bennett is my favorite, but if I if nationwide, I'd say yeah, Estes Park area. What about you? Have you anywhere outside of Missouri? What's your favorite place to go? Well, I've been to Colorado, fished on the Yampa River, and caught a couple trout, small ones, but it was really cold, like ten degrees cold. That's when your aunt Dana messed up her knee. Ah, she went skiing. I went fishing. <laughs> so. Uh, there, but I also went to, to uh, California, Northern California, one time and fished up near Redding or Reddington or Reading mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Um, it was a blast, beautiful, beautiful. But it, you know, I just caught a couple fish, but still, yeah, you know, it was uh, it was really a neat place. Sure I don't there's... think the other guys with me caught anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> we couldn't get on the, a lot of water. The other thing yeah. that I thought was real cool is uh, after the guided trip was over in Estes Park, so. Uh, the wife and I went into the the, the park, uh, uh, and I fished some in there, the streams in the park, and I actually caught a cutthroat, which was really cool. Now they're they're no bigger than a cigar. I mean, they're really small, but uh, of course I didn't have any idea of what to use, so I think I put a small renegade on, and like Good the second the second the second cast out, boom. But, of course, that was the only one. But still, it was fun. It was a blast. Nice. The uh, What was I going to ask you when you said that? I'm getting like you now, Dad. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, trout. So. <laughs> trout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trout. I forgot we're talking about freaking fish. <laughs> what. Uh, you've obviously caught a bunch of fish, the both of you. You ever caught what they call a lunker? Not in a trout, no. Not in a trout? No. Not a big, biggest, so what's the biggest uh, I've caught of it's like a big a trout was maybe uh, three pounds, three pounder. I'd, 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 have, to, I'd have to say the same thing. Yeah, no. I don't know what is considered a lunker. <clears throat> yeah. No, I did but lose one. I think that was about fourteen pounds. Well, <laughs> yeah. I remember correctly. Did yeah. you? What'd you say? I said I lost one. I think was oh, about sure. fourteen yeah, pounds. Of course. <laughs> so did I. We yeah. can all say that. Yeah. But down at Bennett, uh, they're not very big. They actually but they have are a some lunker club at Bennett, and it has to be at least two pounds. Yeah, that's where I heard that term. To be, a, yeah. to be yeah. considered a lunker. So, there's lunker in every fishing category. There's lunkers in bass. There's yeah. lunkers mm-hmm. in walleye, mm-hmm. which yeah. I have fly fished for walleye too, but caught pike. I was trying to hey, catch you caught them, though. Pike. Yeah. <laughs> Pikes, and that's a fun fish to catch. That was a great time, actually. Yeah, I, when I was little, well, I guess I was probably around, 
probably around 12 or whatever we'd go up to minnesota mm-hmm. and we'd go up there and go pike fishing and stuff yeah. man that those things put up a fight yes I they mean, do it, it's and insane. even when you get them in the boat oh yeah yeah <laughs> the yeah, teeth. The, yeah Speak, mean. speaking of that uh speaking of minnesota so we also with uh some other friends of our ours uh john and linda boyd we took a trip to minnesota and in the southeastern part of the state, there's an area, uh, the town I do not remember, but the was that the same one I went with you? Oh yeah, Micah. Yeah, Micah, you and yeah, Aggie you're forgetable. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> they were they were out fishing. <laughs> I mean, uh, they weren't worried about me. So so uh, we went the the Root River is what the river was. Yeah, and the thing about that was was it was all private water so the only way you could get to the water was it was on somebody's land so if anybody ever goes up there you have to you better get permission to go under their property because who knows sure but uh anyway it was it was fun we we caught a couple fish up there nothing really to write home about but it was still fun no but that's what's cool about missouri Missouri's got a lot of options for yes. a lot of different everybody yeah. and every different fishing, hunting. Mm-hmm. Hell, we're hunting freaking elk now in our state. Yeah, I mean, so um, there's a lot of options, and I've really only fly fished at Bennett Springs with mm-hmm. with you guys. I mean, and I haven't done it now in years. It you know we've we've went um, camping with you guys before, but I haven't fished in, in quite a while and. Bennett is pretty cool. I mean, and I can see what you mean in the summer. It's full of people. I got another buddy that goes down there with his kids all the time. I tried taking Kylie and Caden one time when we went with you and mom and not even, no, not going to (laughs) happen. This is not going to work. Just too many people. And and I think that's where the ultralight comes into play. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's easier to teach a little one, you know, to get the, the thing in the water. uh, Cause it's not a whole lot different than a, little zebco snoopy pole yeah you know well they've got three zones they've got zone one and two are all artificial and then zone three is is live bait so uh that's 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 where where the corn comes in that's that's where you see all the (laughs) that's where you see all the kids uh we do know live in the can sorry we we do know somebody (laughs) what in the can uh, live (laughs) (laughs) we do know an individual that uh actually uh, makes little jigs, if you will, that are that imitate the uh, the little you know the little thing you put the quarter in food and you pellet. get the the food pellets. Yeah, uh, we know somebody that that makes those and puts a little hook in there. But uh, I bet that works pretty good, actually. Yeah, especially it, it when actually, they're coming right out of the hatchery. Yeah, so, I've got forty. Hey, there's one. Yeah, I caught forty fish. Well, okay, but uh, in a that's that's where I yeah. need to be then. Yeah, well, that'd be a good one. Well, for the I tell you what, it gets you interested in it. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. Nothing sucks more than fishing and not catching anything. Yeah, that's that's what's so much fun about fishing is you can, well, like uh, Doug was talking about in our bass episode, I can catch. 10 10 pound bass in one day if i want to if you go deer hunting and, and you tag out on a buck on october 1st you're That's done it. yeah mm, at least done. until rifle season yeah uh for a buck but um that's what's cool is you can just kind of 
keep having that that rush catch of release. adrenaline. Yeah, well, catch and release, on. or just you know get your limit for the day, and then come back the next day and get mm-hmm. your limit or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so. Well, that's what a lot of people at Bennett do. They'll they'll get up and and be out there with the the horn going off to to catch their limit, uh, which is four at Bennett, and uh, and then a lot of times those people get out. Uh, but a lot of times they'll they'll fish on through the day, uh, but uh, I like to go a little bit later when hopefully it, the crowd thins out a little bit on the water. Um, that's that's what I like to do. Then everybody has the exact same idea as you, and they're all <laughs> yeah. going later. Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty soon they will. But yeah, no, there are most people like to be out there at the. I've never been on that water when the horn goes off yeah oh, really? never yeah. only yeah. when it's off for a time to leave yeah then i'm there but then, not yeah, in the morning yeah. yeah i do not get on that water that early dad yeah. you told me something kind of cool about bennett um which i need to get a hold of them sometime but at the spring itself mm-hmm. you said there is some people that go have gone diving oh, oh yeah. yeah especially in the winter time really yeah. oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty there's cool. films online that you can oh, watch yeah yeah and that holes i believe it's 84 feet deep mm-hmm and uh they've gone yeah, all the way down and in there yeah you know there's yeah. trout down that far oh, too. they're, really? they're yeah. way down there yeah you look do a youtube video on it there's uh there's all kinds of them mm-hmm. that's kind of freaky yeah it that is freaked me out yeah. it is yeah a picture i got of you and kylie actually is right there in between where that i call it that that castle tower mm-hmm. by the spring the gauge in, yeah in between that and the spring is where that, that photo came so yeah. that water is bright you know bluish green oh, yeah. it's beautiful the sun was hitting it yeah it, it, is it really gorgeous. is a pretty park down there mm-hmm. that's very oh, pretty yeah. that and that's why uh i have nothing against bennett uh i just wish they would make it bigger <laughs> because <laughs> give me it, more it is getting it is getting so crowded down there now they changed the camping where it used to be a six month uh where you could preserve camp spots spots down there but they changed that to a year. Wow. So it's going to be even Who tougher. knows what they're going to do a year out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, so. I mean, that's part of the reason Becca and I, there's other reasons, but we had a fifth wheel, a cheaper one we went and bought, and we sold it because with four kids, we're sitting there going, how the hell are we going to know what we're doing six months from now? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> now you know, it's a year. Now we have a month, and we're like, hey, we can go camping this next weekend. Well, Good luck finding a reservation. Yeah, you're not going to find a spot. Yeah, which it's it's awesome that people are getting outside more. Oh yeah, the more people, no doubt about it. You know, it's it's a it's a good thing. You want you want more fishermen. You want more hunters out there because that leads to more conservation efforts for the resource that you're. Yes. Going after, I mean, fishermen and hunters are the biggest conservationists there are. Yeah, they put in more money than any other. The ones that are Mm -hmm. killing the animal want that animal to be healthy it's this perfect little circle of life type circle of, deal. of life yeah yeah so what you got for them micah i don't know i can't think of anything offhand do we got anything written down <laughs> nope <laughs> i know dad dad you took more notes than i've ever seen you write in my life <laughs> yeah that's pretty impressive really uh, well i just wanted to write some stuff down and and uh just kind of keep things going in my own mind you know? <laughs> But uh, he's got better handwriting than I'll ever have. Um, yeah. Well, I think that was fun. I mean, we we like to talk about 
different type of fishing instead of all the fishing that you can do in one show. We're, mm-hmm. we're trying to break them up and talk about, you know, trout fishing and bass fishing. and mm-hmm. all, We're going to have a lot to do in this state. But fly fishing, you can actually fish for anything. For anything. That's really true. Not That's true. Catfish oh, yeah. You, bottom, yeah, you don't you have to catch just trout. Yeah. Uh, I've bass fished with the fly rod. Yellow That's true. Yeah. Have y'all ever fly? You don't see it very often. But well, actually, you do. I don't see I mean, it very no. often, I guess. But you don't but see videos or anything. Y'all ever been well, on the Missouri River fly fishing? Do people no. do that? I've know. never seen anybody do that on the Missouri. I've but seen you know, them you can take ponds. a you can take a fly rod and fish in the ocean with it. I've seen uh, those. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they do they're have. Ten, they're ten and eleven. They have special fly rods. Yeah, a little bit heavier duty. Yeah, oh, yeah, and even up in Canada, I, when I was doing the using my fly rod for the, I was said I was going for walleye, but actually smallmouth bass and the pike. But it was an eight, probably an eight weight rod that I borrowed from Matt. And those, actually, and it was those, awesome. Those bigger ones are two handed fly rods, so hmm. you're you got you're, you're like this, but. That's pretty impressive. Kind of like you know deep sea fishing mm-hmm. rods right. and reels. I mean, I've yeah. I've been deep sea fishing a few times and i mean that's awesome i mean if you get on the fish it's non-stop mm-hmm. i mean I've, I've been shark fishing been down the deep water redfish and all mm-hmm. that stuff my cousin he actually he's actually a captain now and he takes people out fishing really? uh, cool. yeah he's over there in well, south carolina yeah well what's his number oh i got it for <laughs> you yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get, get a trip up. together and we'll go down there we'll yeah. go do some fishing i think he mostly fishes the uh, inland side mm-hmm. or whatever and those mm-hmm. it's some type of trout i think what was it a redfish or something i can't remember what it was but he's big into it it's cool so, i got but, a friend that's in alaska now fly fishing and just sending picture after picture oh, wow. I'm like, stop yeah. yeah you're killing you're me. making yeah. me sick yeah or some of these Six, these, seven, eight pounders these big whitetail hunters that uh are on public ground um one of the podcasts i listen to he will deer hunt let's say until lunch and sometimes if he's in a different state that might have a public Water. stream close he'll go fish for a little while in the middle of the day and then <laughs> come back and that get duck this, hunting you know, get back in his stand. That's duck pretty hunt, cool. Duck hunt in the morning. That's getting the entire the outdoor experience right there. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, and the other thing that, that uh, people can fish that kind of get put on the back burner and forgot about is ponds. The biggest fish I ever caught was in the pond on your land. Yeah, that bass. And, yeah, that bass. I got a photo of that yeah. still. Yeah. And uh, so that's pretty awesome. That was long enough ago now I bet that fish is dead, but. We did put him back. Yes, we did. And I don't recall anybody ever catching another one that big. So he's either still in there lurking around or he's, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? How, big, how many pounds do you think he was? I think it was somewhere between seven and eight. That's what I was thinking. He was big. Yeah. And that was a bass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Large mouth. Large yeah. mouth, yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was going to break because I was using the, the, the St. Croix ultralight I have downstairs. I thought he was going to break that thing off. It was, he's, he hammered it. Yeah. And then you go next door and you catch a thousand of those <laughs> oh, little yeah. bass. Yeah, my neighbor's Yeah, you were, you were with us. <laughs> yeah, we were. Every cast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. 20. Yeah. 22. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to refer back to our pond management yeah. one. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> got, he's gotten his dam fixed. Oh, so okay. now his, his pond's deeper. So that will help a and, little bit. Well, I'm we sure. should take fly rides out there. Yeah. Doug would let you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. Doug's a yeah. great guy. Yeah, so anytime we wanted to fish, he's all, yeah, go ahead. I'm ready yep. to go. So Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on, guys, talking some fly fishing. I, right. I thought 
there's only two guys I know that are great fly fishermen, and that's my dad and my uncle. So worked great. out, worked I don't out know pretty about good. Great, better than me. <laughs> Doing something right. We have well, fun. You catch you're, fish. You're better at elk hunting than we are. So my friend Lim, he was a great. It, it's all in the casting. If you guys would see him cast, just watching him was awesome. I oh, mean, it's just beautiful. And it, that fly would go out, and it would sit there. It seemed like for ten minutes, and then just float down to the, yeah to the stream. How do you do that? Well, I get about one in ten in there, real good. So <laughs> it's it, the same it thing, is and that's art. about right. It is yeah. an art. I'd watch you and Dad. You know, I'd look upstream, watch you, and I'd see that thing. <clears throat> yeah, and just kiss the water. When you I'd get a good it. one, it's like ah, yeah. Then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Smack! <laughs> Big old there's, splash! Damn it! <laughs> there's one person I'm not gonna name names, and it's nobody here at this table, but. I can't even tell her how to do it. And I'll tell it right here and just wait for it to load and put it back. The next thing I see is, <laughs> I see you're not cracking a bullwhip there. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> well, they probably see but it she, on all these TV yeah, shows exactly, or movies exactly. or something. That's yeah. what you see out there. The people yeah. just going yeah. like this, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Oh, back man, and forth. it's just so funny. It's I, a skill. I mean, you, got, you just got to feel it. Anybody can do it. You just got to know what you're feeling yeah, for. Little, and you really got to have somebody that knows how to teach it. Yeah, maybe yeah. look up some. If you don't, maybe look up some YouTube videos or yeah. something like well, that. Well, like and, and a movie, a, a river that a river runs through it. I think it's called. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's really. I mean, if you watch the fly fishing part of it, not not the movie part, but it's that, really awesome. That's just, what got just me the way, into it. Oh, really? Just the yeah, way when when they're the, the whoever's they're using to they're actually doing the uh, casting. Uh, uh, on their fly rods, it's it's awesome. It's an art. Yeah. And so I, if anybody that doesn't fish that wants to get into some fishing, that's would be my suggestion is is get you a, go to Bass Pro, get you a fly rod, uh, in a call Matt one Rainbow Fly Shop. Yeah. He can fix you up with yep. something. Yeah. Yeah. Call Matt. Or he's a, he's a good guy. There's a million, and, uh, you know, every different body of water down. You no, know, Matt's coma. the only one. Nowhere else. <laughs> Just call Matt. Not Rainbow everybody lives in Independence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I he mean, hears this, did he, pay, my... did he pay you? Yeah, for this? exactly. <laughs> the sponsorship <Matt's> money. <laughs> yeah. Rainbow uh, Fly Shop, Independence, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, but you drive down to like Bennett or you know Tandy Comer. Yeah. You go to a there's shop. A, there's all there's kinds fly of shops everywhere. You're right. And the way. Doug was just walk in there and say, I don't know what I'm doing. What do I need to get started? Mm-hmm. And most of those places, you know, Bass Pro's got a place down there. Um, fly. Is it called the Fly Shop? I don't yeah, know. That's, well, they even sell Orvis stuff. Um, yeah. Rainbow Fly Shop and Independence. They've got stuff. I mean, if you just walk in and say, hey, I'd like to get into this. I got X amount of I've money. I've got 300 bucks. Yeah. He yeah. knows exactly what you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, he could put you, like my first fly rod was a used one. I mean, he's going to have some used fly rods in there. He can set you up for probably 300 or less. There you go. You know, Any, And teach uh, you how to use it. Yeah. And teach you how to use it. Send you out in the parking lot. And Matt's been in, in fly fishing his whole life. Uh, he, he ties flies if, if you go in there and order some. Yeah. Um, but that's independence. Uh, a good place if you're go- somebody's going to Branson and wants to try to do a little f- fly fishing. River Run Outfitters, and they didn't pay me to say this, but I used them twice when we went to Tanicoma, but only because 
like we talked earlier, the when they have units running at the dam, you need a boat. You need a boat. And so I've used them twice, uh, in, and they have drift boats, and both times uh, caught all kinds of trout. Nothing, no trophy trout, because between the dam and Fall River, which is about three miles, uh, they call that the trophy area. I haven't caught a trophy yet. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all trophies in there, yeah. right? That's right. But, yeah. uh, one it, but it's still a blast. Yeah. the uh, I mean, any hobby that's worth its weight is going to cost a little bit of money. You know, anything. I mean, mm-hmm. fly fishing, bow hunting, mom likes to sew. So, cool. yeah. All of it costs money. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be as much as some people go crazy on, but... Um, it's going to cost a little bit to get into, and then you can you can get a hobby that you might do forever. I mean, Dad, I remember when you first got into fly fishing. It's been 15, 20 years now or whatever, and mm-hmm. probably going to do it until you can't walk anymore. Probably. Next week for me. <laughs> Is that when you can't walk anymore? Yeah. <laughs> that seems like it. It's like, come on. But walking in that water is actually a little therapeutic because it's so It cold. is. Well, and you get out, You you know this, Chuck. You go in the water and you get out, your legs are so stiff. It's like, <laughs> yeah. man. We didn't even talk about waders. No. I remember he, my dad gave me a pair of waders when I first started. And the next time we went to go down there with him, it was a while later, he goes, oh, actually, you can't use those anymore. They got felt on the bottom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what? You can't use the I got to go buy well, waders it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the waders. It was the boots. It was the boots. Yeah, but yeah. they were all one piece. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can spend some money. Yeah. 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 Waiters, I mean, you can spend, I think, probably around $500 on a, uh, you know, the top of the line waiters. But yeah, you can get a beginner set for probably 100 bucks. Oh, that's what, I mean, mine was just a cheap, uninsulated Cabela set that you gave me. Mm -hmm. Probably your first set when you got into it cheap and probably kept them and then let me use them. I think I might even still have them sitting downstairs somewhere. Don't know why. But (laughs) anyway. Thanks for coming on, fellas. Yeah, no we good time. It. Oh, it was a blast. Good I'm fish talk. Do, I'm ready to do this again. Yeah, we'll do it again sometime. For go sure. catch a lunker and you can tell us a story on Tales of the Chase. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> so. Shameless plug. Tales of the Chase. <laughs> All right. We'll holler at y'all later. See you. All right. All right. That's the show. That was a good one, man. That was. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. The biggest thing I, I'm excited about with this show is Andy's not here to make some stupid-ass joke. Um, yeah. some stupid dad joke that he makes about right now. But <laughs> if he was, what dad joke would he say? I'm I'm actually trying to think of one That's in my I'm head. That's what I'm trying to do, but I can't think. he would make. <laughs> I, I don't have the dad joke. We brain. really jumped the brook on this one. Yeah. That, that's about all I can think of. Really. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sh- Shit, I'm- I just did it. I'm, I'm sitting here saying I'm, I'm happy Andy's not here to, to make the joke, and I just freaking did one. That's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll roll with it. But anyway, that was... A lot of fun. Um, I look up to my dad, and my uncle, and they uh, they definitely know what they're doing with with uh, fly fishing. So mm-hmm. they are the ones that uh, I thought of when when we did this. Thought about doing this episode. So, so hope you guys enjoyed it. Yep. Thanks for coming.